This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Today is July 24th, and the Yankees have made a trade. Trade season starts in New York, in the Bronx. Cashman goes out and gets Zach Britton from the Orioles. Sends some guys their way. We're going to talk all about it on this trade reaction episode. Let's talk Yanks. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, my name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I have Jake. He's coming to you from Denver. He's a transplant and Yankee fan. What's going on, Jake? I'm full of energy. We're, we're recording this right after the Tanaka start. I love Tanaka. We can't talk about the Tanaka start. We'll save that all for the post-game recap. There's a lot of stuff that we've had to be tabling in these episodes in between the series recaps. So we're just talking about the trade that just happened. How yeah. are how are you? Hey man, yeah, I'm I'm gonna probably be more mellow than you. The Tanaka game was awesome. I I had an early start to the day today. I was up at like four a.m. So I'll I'll try to level you off a bit. But it's it's an exciting times, and I think it's funny that you dislike trade rumors. But when the trade actually goes down. You, you're with everyone. You love it. Yeah, but I've said that before. Once, like, hug watch season starts, I'm all in. I love that shit. I'm also kind of happy because a lot we did a whole thing on every starting pitcher, on every trade chip, and we did mention some Rule 5 guys. We said Cody Carroll probably on the move because got to move him. Um, so we did, we did say that was going to happen, but I'm most happy with – I ended that whole trade episode. Some people probably are listening to this first, but I ended that whole episode and I said, with the funk of these first three games coming out of the coming out of the gates of the second half and with the Gary nonsense, I said, Cashman needs to lay down his chips quick. It doesn't have to be the main trade, but he needs a little appetizer to just show the clubhouse. I gotcha. I'm making changes. I'm getting your back. I'm perfecting, I'm getting, I'm helping you out. We're bringing support. We're going to be good. And he did right away, like like four hours after we said, I said he needed to do that instantly just for a morale booster. He did. So I'm pumped up about that. I think I think with Tanaka's start and this trade, it's a total coin flip of where we were yesterday. And that's baseball. Right, and you you're normally pretty good at not overreacting because it's 162 games. It's, it's tough if you do overreact. It's a lot tougher if you do overreact. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you texted me before this game. You said, like, yo, Yankees need to win this just with, like, how foul of a mood the Gary Sanchez stuff was for 24 hours. 
And I mean, if you did again, it baseball, it starts to pile on because it goes from the Gary Sanchez to now we just lost a series to the Rays and yeah, the chaos just develops. Now the Yankees win the game. They're they're They've got a good chance to win the series tomorrow. And they just made a trade for a, a, a veteran stud reliever. All right. So let's get into the trade. If you haven't heard, it's Zach Britton from the Orioles for Dylan Tate, Josh Rogers, and Cody Carroll from the Yankees. Now, okay, first question, who's Zach Britton? Okay, he's an Oriole draftee. I think he's probably been in the year. Do you know eight years is what I was going to guess he's been in the league? Well, he was drafted in 2006 in the fourth round by Baltimore, and he's been in the league for eight years. Yeah, he, uh, he was only – he was a starter his first three years with pretty poor results, like a five ERA – and then in 2014, they moved him to the bullpen where he had a 1.65 ERA, um, won the closing job that year, and then went on a run of three just like dominant, dominant years. 1.65 ERA, 1.92, 0.54 ERA in 2016. Some pretty impressive stats. And then he's he's run into the injury bug a little bit lately. But um, yeah, he's been on the Orioles. So if you if you keep track of the division, you you'd know who he is. He uh, he was lefty. he like didn't blow a save in 2015, which then led to a lot of shit because Buck didn't use him in the wild card game and threw Ubaldo Jimenez instead of him when they were tied and got a lot of shit. So he's been one of the most dominant closers in the league. So he joins a bullpen now that has Robertson was closing before we traded for him, but Tansis has closed not for a full season, but he's done a lot of closing. Went to four straight all-star games. <laughs> yeah, and he's lights out right now. And Chapman, who's last six years, one of the most dominant closers in the league. Top five, probably. We have probably two, in the last five years, we've two of the top five closers in the league. Britain was in that category at one point, right? For sure. Jen, yeah, Jensen, I mean, Kimbrell, Britain, Chapman. Zero, zero point... <laughs> 0.6 ERA or whatever it was that season. I just clicked away. Um, 0.54 ERA in 69 games. 60, 67 innings, four earned runs. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he had he had an injury in 2017 where he only pitched 38 games, but it was 2.89 ERA. So still very good, but not his standards. And then this off season, he actually tore his Achilles running. What an idiot. During the offseason. So he got he got that figured out. So he's only pitched 15 innings this year. He came back a little over a month ago, I want to say. And he struggled at first. His ERA right now is 3-4-5. Let me see his game logs. He's gone shut out in his last eight appearances. So that's good. I mean, yeah, his ERA, ERA gets or reliever ERA gets butchered um, when you have a when you struggle early. He has one four-run appearance, 0.1 innings, four runs. Yeah, that'll blow up the ERA right away. That's why he has, that's why reliever ERA oh, is not that trustworthy. Yeah, so Jimmy, you'll love this. He he's only given up runs in two appearances. <laughs> he had the four-run uh, four-run game against Atlanta, and then he gave up two runs against Seattle. So there um, you go. That's exactly why I hate reliever ERA. It's so not telling because you go 0.1 inning pitched with four runs it's gonna balloon if you look so okay how many outings has he had this year 
So he's had 16, so 14 of them so, he hasn't given up a run. Okay, so 14 out of 16 outings without a run is much more telling than his four ERA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's down to three, four, five. Yeah. All right, um, so this is how I think we should structure this, Jake. Let's, we're talking yeah. about Britain right now. Then we're going to talk about who we gave away. Then we're going to talk about why. Then we're going to talk about what's next. Okay. Just so people know where we're headed. Cool. Here's a quote from Britain's Wikipedia that I tweeted out, but if you don't follow on Twitter – you got to hear it. In high school, <laughs> he spent two days in an intensive care unit when he sustained fractures of the skull and clavicle and bleeding in the brain as a result of diving headfirst into concrete while attempting to catch a foul pop-up during baseball practice with the freshman squad. like that. So I said he's either Brett Gardner's best friend or, like, most respected rival. Ooh. Okay. Who can outgrit? Who can outwork? Or yeah, I could see Gardy scoffing at him, like ah, uh, never would have broken my clavicle. My clavicle can't break. Yeah, that's true. I've run into cement. I've run into a lot of cement. Yeah. Okay, Britain. I've run into cement. I've built it back up. I've run into it again. My dad was pissed. Yeah. We yeah. were building a backyard patio. <laughs> dad was having a bad day. Yeah. All right, well, let's just go into who we, who we gave up. We gave up three Rule 5 draft guys, meaning if they weren't on our 40-man roster by next year, they could be taken. Uh, Dylan it's Tate. A little deceptive. Why? I mean, like Rule 5 doesn't happen until the end of the year. Like Dylan Tate, someone they would have protected. I think Dylan Tate, they would have protected. That's the only one. I don't think Cody Carroll or Josh Rogers were getting protected. So then they risk having to trade them in the offseason, which is a dump, um, or or having them get taken from them in the offseason during the Rule 5 draft. But, yeah, Dylan Tate is probably like a prospect. The other guy, like Cody Carroll's been great in the bullpen, but we, we just switched out part like he was one, you know, now we have our bullpen stacked. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's kind of – we last year we saw a lot of our outfield depth in the organization – be traded away. We traded what was his name? Rutherford to the White Sox. Yep. And we traded uh who's the guy we traded to the A's? Um but Mateo? No, the white guy that hurt himself. Fowler. F- Fowler and Ca- Capriellen or whatever his name is. Yeah. So I mean Fowler Fowler and Rutherford were guys, Rutherford with more potential. But they were gonna be major league guys, but in the Yankees outfield future, none of those guys had a role. They you know, they judge just had come up. Um, neither of them, neither of them fit the future. So it was time to move on from them. Dylan Tate's the only one in this trade that the Yankees could have found a spot for him in the future. Rogers and Carroll would have been boxed out. They're still major league guys, but with the where the Yankees are at right now, they wouldn't fit on that team. And that sounds like cocky, but it's it's not. It's just honest. Um, Dylan Tate was a former top pick. I want to say he was the number four pick in the draft. Yeah, 2015. Uh, out of US, UCSB, the Gauchos, Santa Barbara. We've been there, Jim. Oh, yeah. We hosted some uh, some dinner parties. Is that what it's called? No. Yeah, no. murder mystery. Murder, we hosted some murder mysteries, blackout drunk at Santa Barbara. Well, uh, yeah, we'll get those videos out there sometime. But he was drafted by the Rangers, and he kind of lost his form a little bit. And so the Yankees traded for him. It was Beltran. Yeah. They traded at the 16 deadline. For, yeah, Carlos um, straight up. 
Yeah. So it, it was like the trade was, yeah, you get Beltran here. They're like, they, they essentially gave up on Tate. So the Yankees let him come in. I had a theory. It's my AJ Cole theory. I've been mentioning Dylan Tate a lot this year, both former big time prospects that kind of lost their way a little bit. So I don't know if the Yankees have a mental guru or if they're just telling them to forget about some mechanics and just try to go out there and pitch and do whatever they did. But Tate came back up. He was rated, what was he, the Yankees' ninth prospect this year, eighth prospect, um, ranked organizationally. I think he still has a – like his his worst-case scenario now, I think he's worked himself to the point where his worst case is being a solid bullpen guy. I think there's still some t- starter potential, but I think – if the starter stuff doesn't work out, that he's expected to become like a lights out closer. Um, I think that's where scouts are landing on him right now. Um, and so with him, he was the big piece. The other pieces seemed somewhat expendable. We, um, I think it was Adam who said, Adam who helps out with talking Yanks to Dario, he was saying he thought Cody Carroll had future MLB closer potential. So that's hard to say. I mean, yeah, I like Adam. I, he's been really good, but yeah. And I mean, that's, I, Adam's a pretty logical guy. So it's one of those things that takes you back. But again, we talked about the podcast before this. If you listen, thanks. If you haven't, we cover a lot more trade ideas that have been discussed for the Yankees. Yeah. The, the Orioles get a couple potential at worst case, a couple potential bullpen arms going forward. Um, Tate still has some potential as a starter. And Rogers, the last guy, he's a guy with good minor league stats, but he doesn't have the type of stuff that teams can get excited about. I think he tops out at 90 of the gun. His minor league numbers are pretty good, but he's one of those guys that it's almost a risk before you call him out because they're not going to strike a lot of people out. Can they actually pitch? Can they actually hit corners or can they pitch their way through the minor leagues? So, yeah. So last year when we traded for – all the guys from the White Sox. We gave up Blake Rutherford, Tito Polo, and Ian Clarkin, I think. I'm, I'm still kind of reeling over the Tito Polo news. <laughs> but if you were to compare it, it's Dylan Tate is the Rutherford. The other two guys are just Rule 5 guys. Yes. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> you're saying it as a good thing because it is bonus. It's not fully bonus points. A lot of things can happen. A lot of roster moves can happen that a Cody Carroll could find his way on the Yankees. I'm not saying so, it as a good thing. I'm just saying it as, like, a, it's not bonus. It's just not a bad thing. Right, right. I, I, it, would be, it would be very tough for someone to get mad over that. Yeah, it's like it, we, there was a possibility we could have lost him for nothing. Yeah, after this season. But, I mean, yeah. that, yeah, you're, you're – there's some 40 man roster, big picture stuff that you address then. But yeah, it's, um, I mean, overall how, how we feel pretty good about the trade. We, we didn't lose anyone that we think is really going to hurt us. I'm more I mean, happy Boston and Houston now can't get Britain. And then we said yeah. that on the big trade conversation we had too. I'm happy that we have them for sure, but it's close call. Am I happy that we have them or am I more happy that they can't get them? And man, I, it, it does sound super petty, but at the same time, so think all the trade talk we've talked about, it's about the Yankees getting this starting pitcher because that's their need right now. The bullpen is far from the need. It was already arguably the best in the game. So in my head, yeah, I think it's a very big defensive move that the Yankees are like, hey, we can 
we can strengthen our strength while our other opponents lose a chance to strengthen their weakness. So there was then reports that the Yankees were in on Machado, and during those discussions, they got a really good sense of what pitchers they liked and didn't like during the Machado talks. So obviously Cashman's such a genius. He was never going to pull the pull the pl- pull the string on Machado ever. He was just gauging what pitchers they would like right. for this, so they could make sure they outbid the Boston and Houston. So smart, smart move by Cash. Too smart, so smart, it's too smart. Cash God, Smartest. genius guy. He smart guy fooled them. There's there's another. Um, I can't tell if this is something you're gonna like or hate because I we do like trying to get in Cashman's brain because it's tough. Nobody really knows, but that was a little too weird. But do we also think, yeah, you're blocking uh, Boston and Houston. Do you think this was also his shot across the bow to the, to the teams they're asking for starting pitchers from, saying like, hey, if you don't give us a starter, that's fine. We, we've got one of the best bullpens ever put together. So, no, we're, we're not going to offer you more for J.A. Happ or Cole Hamels, something like that. We will figure it out. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. you don't want to give us a starter? Fine, we'll just go get this reliever, and our starter will go four innings, and then we'll go bullpen. <laughs> we'll get literally all the relievers. <laughs> um, I still think – so what does this do for the starting pitching market at all? Do you think the, the goal is to still try and get an ace and a fifth-inning plug or just a fifth-inning plug now? Uh, is I, I think it doesn't change the starting pitching goal at all. Try and get those aces if you can. If they can't, get a fifth inning plug. Uh, try and get an ace, plug Sheffield in. What Do you think it changed? I, mean, I don't think it changed. I still, we still it, need to make those moves. It could be a little uh, – I mean, it could be a little insurance-based if if the Yankees can't really get the starter. I mean, we think they're going to get someone in some way – but if they don't, I mean, okay, Sonny Gray is showing signs and he has the potential to be very serviceable. So then you wonder, is it, 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 we're going to find out how much the Yankees really like Justice Sheffield because if they don't get anyone at the deadline, he's going to be the, on the big league team very soon. So I, I think we're going to find out where they truly stand on him. And like I said, I think there's a little bit of Cashman that's like, Hey, you, you know what? what we're, no, we're not going to offer you Clint Frazier for J.A. Happ. Well, if that's what you're going to do, hold on the Happ, and we'll go trade for some bullpen. So I, I think there's a little of that. Still need some arms. I don't know, man. It's exciting. I, I'm mostly excited because we just, we're just making moves. We're fortifying shit. And now another move has to come. That's what we're waiting for. The move before the move. This was the move before the move. How do you sure. think he fits in role-wise? Is, is Dellen still the eighth inning guy? So that's that's going to be the interesting thing to watch. I mean, I think when you get traded and you join a team midseason, especially with, like, Chapman as a closer, you can't come in really barking anything. Like, your, your incredible season two years ago on the Orioles, that, that truly doesn't factor into this team right now. It'll be interesting. I looked up his stats. He is a little better against lefties. So maybe that'll be – maybe that'll be – Boone's whole thing if if there's two lefties coming up in the seventh or if there's two lefties in the eighth then that's Britain's inning I think they're gonna want to see see him pitch a little bit first before they trust him over what Dellen's done this year or Robertson 
So, yeah, I think they'll be eyeing matchups first to get them comfortable. But, man, there is a chance that this guy could become the eighth inning guy. He's he's shown he can be that dominant. I mean, he would have to really go full nut job to get that away from Delhi, Robertson, and Green. But um, it's there is a possibility. He won the... He won the reliever, the Mariano Rivera reliever of the year award before. So you never won that once in your life. Not once. I uh, I was really hopeful. The American League reliever. You've never of the even year. been nominated. And it's ridiculous. I'm, you know. I call you for help sometimes. Stress? Yeah. No. What would I call you for help with? Oh no, nothing. No, you could like literally relief. Like if you just did something scary. Like if you were like, yo, just saw the biggest spider in my car. Now I'm like walking down the road. Ha ha. You ever been scared of a spider? Like that would be your call. Yeah. Just relief. Emotional so I'm relief. Up there. You're up there. Not reliever of the year yet, but soon enough. All right. I think that's all. Any last words? I'm excited about this. I think it's a step in the right direction. I think we have multiple steps to go because starting pitching is still the problem. If you're, if you're interested in that stuff and you haven't listened to the previous pod, check it out because that's what we talked about for like 30 minutes. Yes. We went down to all the targets that people are talking about and we went down all the chips people are talking about moving and we did each and every one. So thank you very much for listening. I'm just excited right now and I'm starting to lean towards big move again, but that's because I think I'm just too excited right now. I'm excited right now. Like, I think it's going to be a flashy name, not like Harvey. I, I got excited on Archer. Go listen to the other podcast. Go listen to the other podcast. Go listen to the other podcast if you haven't already. Bop, 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 Bye. How do you like that outro song? I think it was horrible. It's really good. Oh, wow. Bop, 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 No, bad, 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 bad. All right. And we'll be back tomorrow with our series recap of the Rays game, kind of pod heavy right now. I was on Periscope. Uh, heavy. I had 73,000 people on my Periscope today. Pretty cool. Well, they were all must have been bots, but we're not. We're going to oh, yeah. collectively tell everyone they weren't oh, yeah. bots. And what, what a party. You should join it. 73,000 people were there, so you should be there. I thought it was – I thought you were at first you just broke into song. I thought you were doing the ba 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 ba. No, I thought you were doing the uh, more. I see the less I know. I love you. I love you. I love you every day. I don't know. That's that. what it sounded like at first. That's I'm so bad with lyrics. That's awesome Thanks that you everyone. think that's what it sounded like. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Go Yankees! Thanks for listening to our quick, quick, quick reaction pod. Um, that's it. Bye. Go Yankees. Tell them Grandma. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.